Ain't that some back home buddies in the field, mud on the wheels, yeah. Ain't that some thick smoke, Silverado tearing up a two lane road. Ain't that some C O U N T R Y? Shit we've been doing since we was J High. There's folks out there in T R Y. This man, ain't that some shit that you hate to grow up and miss? Hate to think of what if I didn't even know what a honey hole with a Zepco when my jeans rolled and a painted skull in my lip. Even this, they say we ain't got a pot to piss, but I thank God for this. Ain't that some back home buddies in the field, mud on the wheels? Yeah, ain't that some thick smoke, Silverado tearing up a two lane road? Ain't that some C O U N T R Y? Shit we've been doing since we was J High. There's folks out there ain't T R Y. This man, ain't that some shit? All right, we are back with another bonus episode for the Audible Ecstasy podcast. This week, probably the hottest topic in the land of country music. We're starting off Country Music Month, as most of our listeners know, for November. And if you don't know what happened, you're about to hear some discussion of what happened this week with the CMAs. Um, We're going to discuss some awards. We're going to discuss the winners. And we're just going to throw out some opinions on what we thought uh, possibly was going on this week. This week, it's just me and Chris. Anthony's a little sick. He's under the weather. I was a little sick yesterday, but I have I feel like 100 times better today. Thank you, God. You power through unlike Anthony, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, poor Anthony. I was puking yesterday. Anthony can't talk. I think it's a big difference. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, anyway, Chris, you ready to do just you know, a little discussion about this? I am. Uh, yeah, I definitely am. I'm curious to see... Uh, where what how you feel about all this and i've got some opinions on oh, on sure. all these things uh but uh yeah let's get it going i guess all right well let's get it started so in case everybody didn't know back on the 8th november 8th uh the cmas were held over in nashville and um we're not gonna go over every single award on here but i'm gonna go over some of the uh more top topical ones i guess the ones that are most interesting for me um i think that um the album of the year. We'll start with that one. Okay. That's a pretty, that was a controversial topic at some point. Um, so this is, this is how it was. The uh, nominees were Morgan Wallen one day, one thing at a time, Kelsey ballerina rolling up the welcome mat, Luke Combs getting old, Ashley McBride, Linville. And of course, Laney Wilson, bell bottom country. And Laney's album, one album of the year. I think hers came out in 2022. I know one thing at a time came out in 2023. Getting old came out in 2023. I think Kelsey's album came out this year too. Did not look that one up. I probably should. And I know that uh, Ashley McBride's she's coming up and doing pretty well in the country. I mean, she came to Bristol last year because you didn't know that yeah, at the Paramount. The Paramount. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, looks like her album. All right. So Kelsey Battlerinas did come out this year in February, and Ashley McBride's album came out. Uh, in 2022. So her and Laney's came out in 2022 and the rest of the nominees were 2023 albums. Um, with that being said, we know the winner. Uh, I've listened to the album a couple of times, not really deep dove it because I'm not, uh, I'm not really the biggest fan of her music yet, but this week I've actually gave it a listen probably four times since she won this award. I mean, it's, it's country. Thank God. I mean, it's country. It's not pop. It's country. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it has it, I guess it does have some pop tendencies to it, but it's mostly country. Her voice is pure country. I'll give her credit. She does have a uh, a, a nice female country vocal. Uh, I like that style. What What do you think about that list of nominees and our winner, Chris? 
Well, uh, okay. I want to start off by saying that I, I don't really watch these awards shows too often. I didn't watch this the other night. I was watching something else. Uh, I feel like I, I want to give a sports uh, equivalency to this. It feels a lot like the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Most of the time, the person that wins, I disagree with. Uh, most of the time, the person that wins is just somebody that ESPN selected to win it. And they're just like the trendy uh, person at the time. Uh, Caleb oh. Williams is not the best co- college football quarterback. I don't want to dive too much into this, but they gave it to him last year just because he was a Southern cow. Uh, but, you know, this kind of thing. Uh, I don't personally feel like I, I don't know who makes these selections. I don't know who the, the I, I'm assuming it's like a, a big group of record executives in Nashville. I don't think it's the fans. I don't think it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know who it is. I shouldn't say that because I really don't know. I'm assuming it's people that are kind of the power brokers in that town that, mm-hmm. that make these decisions. So they're, they're alone. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I can't speak for the validity of these awards, but I typically don't, I, I don't think people should get too worked up about them because I don't think in the grand scheme of things, they mean that much. And I think probably, uh, people who uh, that'd be my guess that these industry executives are the people that vote for this. <clears throat> so well, that, Chris, before you go further, it is honestly the awards and nominees. It says that it's six thousand industry professional members, just over six thousand. So, so it is it's like the Heisman Trophy. Are, they mail it, it out is, to people. That's exactly what it is. Labels. So you just basically have nailed it in the yeah. uh, opposite, in a completely different genre, same type voting scheme. So. So, yeah, as far as that goes, uh, I feel like I've listened to Laney. I saw Laney live this year. We went and she opened for Luke Combs uh, back in May mm-hmm. when we saw him. Uh, she's a very talented person. I mean, her, her uh, she sounded great during that, that uh, set that we saw her. She didn't play long. She was actually, wasn't even the opening act. She was the opening, opening act. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Uh, Riley what? Green was the opening act, and then she came on before so, Riley Green. Oh, she yeah. so she actually opened the complete show. Uh, they had another band before that. that okay, I never so, heard of. And so we didn't even was, okay. get there in time to see them. But uh, oh, I, I remember you, at the you. time thinking, Laney's bigger than Riley Green. I don't know why Riley Green is coming on before, or oh. why she's coming on before. That in my in my mind, that was what I thought at the time. But uh, but they both did a great job. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to bash either one. Of them. They both did a fantastic job on that. So as far given your list. Uh, I mean, Dude. here's the thing. I, I think everybody's upset that Morgan didn't. He, he, let's just—it's Morgan versus Laney. This is what this is, right? I mean, all I the not necessarily. all the talk I've seen is that's that's why people are upset. Um, so I don't know. I've I've got some stuff written down about Laney. I've got some stuff Wait. written down about Morgan. <laughs> I don't know how to start. Well, this uh, is what this is what I'm gonna say, Chris. Out of those five albums I listened to, how many of those albums have you listened to completely through? None of them. Not a single one, right? No, so I'm because probably Morgan's the, is 36 songs and it's ridiculous. Well, I was going to say, I bet I'm the only one out of this group. Even if Anthony's here, I don't think he's listened to in, any of those either. So, I mean, I'm the can, only can person read, here that's... Actually, can you name them off again? I'm, just, I'm curious to hear them. Okay, so you got, of course, Lanny Wilson's Bell Bottom Country, mm-hmm. Ashlyn, Ashley McBride's Linville, Morgan Wallen, One Thing at a Time, Kelsey Ballerina's Rolling Up the Mel- Welcome Mat, and Luke Combs Getting on, Old. I'm going to listen to Luke's all the way through. Yeah. Is well, that one of those twenty plus songs albums? Yeah, or is that, I think okay, Luke's well, got about twenty five songs on it. Because you know, I, I listened to a lot of his music before I went to that uh, concert to try to kind of get well versed in it. But uh, I don't know. No, probably right, not right, right. that way. It was more like make a set list kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I know what you're talking about. Heck, I. Uh, I, I think 
from what I can tell, it's got like maybe 18 or 20 songs on it. So it's not super duper crazy, but it's pretty, yeah. it's a lot of songs for sure. All right. So I, I, with that being said, you got five records that were listed as album of the year uh, nominees. What, I mean, out of that whole thing, you've never listened to any of those albums completely through, except for the possible. Well, I've heard Luke a Combs. lot of songs off of multiple of those <clears throat> albums. Sure. I'm not going to say I listened to them all the way through, but I mean, I know the, the radio hits off of, off of the bulk of those albums. Right, right. All right. So now, now knowing that, throw out your thoughts and I'll, I'll tell my thoughts. Uh, me and Morgan probably should have won it in all fairness. There's just a ton of radio hits off that album. Uh, if, if that's if that's what we're judging it on, you know, and I don't really know what they're judging it on, but I'm not sure either. I mean, I just I can't imagine what the voters were thinking. Well, here's my okay. Let me just my thoughts on Lainey. I, I think she's very talented. Uh, I, she's got a really good voice. I, I've yeah. seen some clips of her just doing like acoustic stuff, and she just crushes it. I mean that, and that you know that can't be understated because there are a lot of people who just do not bring it live that right. do on albums. So I, th- I think she's very talented when it comes to that. But the truth is, she's just like the the it girl in Nashville right now, man. Uh, I mean, she it almost feels like she's an industry plant. I don't know if you've come across any people saying that in your uh, your your world or not. I've, maybe, maybe I've not. seen it. I've but seen it. Just it seems like she came out of nowhere fast, and like you know, she was on Yellowstone last year. She had like a about a five or six uh, episode, episode arc on that show. Uh, you know, and, and and I was you know I was I was telling you off air there. It, it, country music is the one genre where you can go from nobody to almost like selling out arena tours in, in a year. And I don't know why that is. I, I've I've got some theories on that. Just look at Zach Bryan. I didn't know who that dude was a year ago. And I know that may, maybe that makes me sound ignorant. I don't think it does. I don't think many people knew who he was a year ago. Maybe his fans, people have found him. The diehards, right. Yeah, exactly. But I remember uh, they had a, a music festival up in uh, Lexington, Kentucky at Keeneland there uh, last year. And uh, when they brought out the names, I remember seeing Tyler Childress headline Saturday night and Zach Bryan headline Friday night. And I was like, who's Zach Bryan? And I was like, and then I was like, they talking about Zach Brown. And I was like, no, that's Zach Brown. And then who was it? Uh, oh, there was a band that's like a legit band that was coming on before them. And I was just like, what? Uh, this made no sense. That's the one Jesse Weezer. Yeah. Weezer was playing before them. I was like, oh, yeah. are you I serious? I don't talk. even know who yeah. Zach Brown is. <laughs> but then out of nowhere, you, you know, something in the orange comes on the radio and, and he's just everywhere all of a sudden. And I think he, he's probably in less than a year selling out arenas now i mean it's it's that crazy i don't know how the fan base rallies that fast in that genre but they do so i think laney's on the same path honestly i mean they put her in all these like all these different musicians have her on songs now uh it's almost like rap you know how they'll everybody like guests you don't see see that in rock man you don't see that in rock but there's collaborations i think what happens is you've got a ton of songwriters in that town and they're all uh, writing, you know, like for instance, Jelly Roll, he's probably got a songwriter and he's probably got a team of songwriters and they're like, we need to get Lainey Wilson. She's hot right now. Let's get her to come in and do a song with us, you know, and, and the call favor in. And the next thing you know, it happens and it's on the radio fast because they don't have to wait to release an album before they put music on the radio. They don't do that right. country music. So I, th- I think that there's like a meteoric rise because of, of these factors when it comes to people. 
So I don't think it's that honestly out of line that, that she, she won this award, to be honest with you. I feel like she is very talented. I think just due to the fact that you can ascend so fast in that, in that genre that I kind of understand how it happened. Uh, and I think on top of that, and, and we've said this before, Morgan Wallen, he, he's, I, I, there's a few negatives on the guy. Like he definitely upset the executives in that industry with, with some of his you know behavior in the past, like, you know, dropping the N word and not getting canceled. And, and kind of like they tried to say, Hey, you can't do this. And he, you know, he kind of gave an apology, but did he mean, it? I don't know. I mean, he's like, and then on time, I'm I'm, I don't care about that. I'm, I'm just saying like that, that in itself is part of the reason they're holding a the grudge against this guy, I think. And, and on top of that, uh, you know, he canceled several shows on this current tour that he's got that's so hot and he did it right. Like while people were sitting in the arena, he didn't, he didn't give him any notice. Uh, that was kind of a black eye. Let's just be honest. So there were all kind of rumors floating around. I don't think any of them were true. So people were like, hey, he's just too drunk to perform. He can't do it. Uh, some people said he had to go to rehab for a while to get over, you know, whatever. Hell, I, they, I even saw a rumor said that Livy Dunn was there that night and he decided he's going to go hook up with her instead of performing on the- <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's true. God. Probably not. Most of that's probably not true. But, you know, when when you have a, a history of kind of like, I don't say bad behavior, but like, you know, rumors pop up and people don't know. And, and I will say that album of the year, well, 36 songs is too much. And I, why he has 36? Tell me why you think he's got 36 songs on the album. I've, I've told you my thoughts. I think okay. I don't think he writes his music. I think he's in a room full of 10 people that write music. And I think there's a lot of good songs that people are pushing to him. And he's like, yeah, that's a good song. I don't want to let somebody else have that. I'll take it. And thus you have a 36 song album. All right. Let me get over here. So that's a lot. I threw out there at one time, but I mean, wow. that's, you, you did, I mean, you really kicked those are my thoughts on this. I, I do feel like, I think he is the most, uh, he's probably at the, at the top of the mountain right now when it comes to country music and maybe he should have won it. Uh, but I do think there are people in that industry who hold, and I, by the way, Lainey's very talented. So I don't, I don't think people should bash her just because he didn't win, because I think she deserves, uh, the accolades. Is she there yet? Maybe not, but, uh, it's not her fault. That a bunch of industry executives were like, yeah, this girl's doing what she's supposed to do. He's not. So let's give it to her. I think maybe that's, that's how that worked out. And on top of that, I've always heard people complain about Carrie Underwood never winning this award, and she's been up for it for a long time. And maybe they're like, "Guys always win it. We need to give it to, to a female." That that's possible. I don't know. Yeah. Even though it's, I think Carrie was up for the award theory. too, right? She was. <laughs> so why not just she, give it to yeah. her? The person when we get to there. We'll get to that one yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm I'm gonna spit some facts. Um. First of all, I think that I agree with you. I think Lainey Lainey Wilson is absolutely a hell of an artist, an incredible voice. And she is absolutely on her, on that ascend up to the top. Um, and she's not, uh, uh, to contradict what you said, she's not an up and comer. She's been in Nashville for over 10 years. So keep that in mind. She's but been, nobody knew who she was until you, but I'm just saying, yeah, most at, least, people have. at least she wasn't 13 years old, like a no, Taylor Swift right. and right. fucking went crazy. Oh God, here we go. Just drop the bomb. All right. Nonetheless, <laughs> um, <laughs> Explicit tag on a CMA one. Oh my lord! Anyway, <laughs> she's she has grinded for years to get where she's at and become and get the respect that she has. And she, and she most definitely deserves. Now that being said, you compare what that record has done, and it's been out longer 
then Wallen's album and Combs album. And you know what, before we can get there out of all, out of all five of these albums, I've only heard three of them completely through the Ashley McBride. I've only heard a few singles from it and a couple of videos and the Kelsey ballerina. I've only heard a couple of songs from that one because I just never have really gone out and explored that, that, that's that genre pop, with though, Kelsey. Right? I mean, it I is. Just, it is. It's not my, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm more in like as, as poppy as I get when a country music comes and this is probably gonna get me crucified is Morgan Wall. And that's about as poppy as I'm going to get with my country for the most part, because I think he, he does have that, that, you know, that softer side or that poppy side to it because it's definitely, I mean, there's Luke, even tinges of rap. He's got rappers in some of his stuff. I mean, that's, he does. And Luke Combs does not lose hmm. Luke Combs is absolutely probably the purest of that whole group. when It comes down to it, but I'm going to bring this point up. This man drops a record back in the uh, early part of the year. And what, what day did he drop it? Do you remember? It was massive. It was in March. It was like a Friday, March, first week of March, March 3rd is what it says here. Okay. By the end of March 3rd, every single song was in the top 50 on the Apple tunes playlist. That's 36 songs. Tell me that doesn't mean something. And you can go back and look at Lainey's history. She's only had one or two songs from that album in the top 50. Yeah, I think the difference is there that that Morgan had a big album before this one, and everybody was anticipating this one. I think maybe, you know, Laney, this is Laney's first big album, and, you know, it didn't happen immediately. It didn't just drop, and everybody's waiting on it. True. Uh, I think True. I think maybe her next one might have that sort of treatment, honestly, when it comes out. It, it, it could very well. We have to see that. But that that's my this is my point, Chris. Yeah. And, you know, that last last night, which didn't even get a nod for Song of the Year, was on the top of the charts for 16 continuous re- weeks. And it's still on the top of the charts. It's not number one right now, but it's still up there. Yeah. And th- this is going against it. This is going against uh, genres that typically dominate the charts. That's R and B and hip hop hands down. And then, y- you know, y- you'll, you can go back and look at the charts, how it changed from the beginning of the year until Wallen's release, Luke Combs's release. And then you'll see, how it changed because it was all you know the the hip hop folks and the uh, and some soft rock. Don't get me wrong; it wasn't complete domination by hip hop, but it was a lot, and it, it normally does dominate because I re- I remember seeing Reddit's about people getting crazy because Morgan wanted knocked off some some artist, and they were like, "We gotta get, we gotta get." It might have been, it might have been Taylor Swift. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> I think it the was. Swifties I, I don't mess around, man. Yeah, they they definitely don't. But nonetheless. <laughs> The man releases a an album, and I just want to, 36 songs. From what I can see on it right now, he's got 16 that he's got writing credits for. So almost half the album he wrote. And it, mm, from what okay. I can see. He, he was in the room when it was written, let's just say. I'm not sure he wrote all those songs. Well, I know that I, him and Hardy there, there's a like machine a handful there, of them there. Dude, there's it, a machine a there. It's it's not just him sitting down with Don't, pen and paper writing music. You're making it sound that. like he's the only one doing it. He is not no. the only one doing no, this. No, no, no. I agree. I know that that's Laney the same way. That I, I mean, we were, we were going to review John Party's first album, right? Right. This week. Yeah. When I, I awesome. looked at it, he only wrote half of them and his name with three or four other people. When I see that, I'm like, okay, he didn't really write it. If I see Jay Party and nothing else, he wrote it. If I see four or five names, I don't really think, I, I mean, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. I don't know. And I don't really have a problem with that. And I actually have a little stuff in my overall for when we do that album to discuss that actually but good um 
you know, I just, let's, what country music is, man. It happens too fast uh, these days. I mean, people are dropping albums quickly and long album. You can't sit there and write that much music, man. It just doesn't work that way anymore. There are a ton of people that move to that town just to write music for musicians, you know? So, you know, that's what it is. All right. So I get that. But that's what Nashville's known for, music writing. Hmm. It's always been that way. Yeah. It always has. And I will say this, how I saw that album of the year, honestly, I, I was in shock. I never thought, and the looks on everybody's face when that was announced, in the, as they were panning it, it was complete shock as well. Because <laughs> nobody Luke expected. Combs. The Luke, Luke Combs' face, face is awesome. Man. <laughs> Luke, Luke Combs' face. I think Luke was anticipating losing this to Morgan, yeah. without a doubt. And then he but, saw the, the girl that was his opening, opening, opening act, act win. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that being said, I have listened to Bell Bottom Country a couple times, and the only reason why I've listened to it, for the most part, was initially because of her stint on Yellowstone. Because I, I knew I knew her music, sort of. I knew her name for sure, but mm. I didn't really dive into it. Uh, Waiting the Truck last year got me into who she is. When I heard that song drop last year with Hardy, I was like, man, this girl sounds real country, and she does, pure. And then from then on, I've kind of listened to her th- off and on throughout the, you know, just the singles, never really listened to the album. And this week I listened to the album like four times all the way through to see what it's about. Solid album. It's something we review. I would dare say it probably wouldn't rank much higher than a seven or eight between us. And I'm not sure if Anthony would even give it a chance because it's not necessarily in his wheelhouse either. I think he likes the more traditional, uh, for sure. Uh, and, and there's nothing I do too. I I love the traditional heck dude. In the past two years, I've probably listened to more country. than I have anything else in two years now. So it's crazy how my my minds have changed. But uh, nonetheless, album of the year, she takes it and starts a little bit of a what the heck's going on. All right, so we have uh, the next award was Vocal Duo of the Year. And this is this is laughable to an extent. <laughs> vocal Duo of the Year? Okay. Yeah, listen to this. And this is people, I promise you, you've probably never heard of two or three of them. Because I've only heard of a handful of these. Like Warren Treaty. Do you know who they are? No. Not me either. Yeah, Dan and Shay. Yeah, I know Dan and Shay. I know who they are too. Maddie and Tay. Yeah, I've heard of them. I never have heard of them. Brothers Osborne. Yeah. Okay. And then Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you give me vocal. And, and don't get me wrong. Brooks and Dunn have been retired since yeah, I was going to say Brooks and Dunn. Or 2009 are maybe. Clearly the biggest name on that list. But they, I, are, they probably but didn't win. I would, they did not they, win. Yeah. Brothers Osborne won, which they actually are solid. I just... this. It's different. You know what I mean? It's not like Brooks and Dunn is probably the most pure country of the whole group. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> but it's just shocking to see a retired band get nominated for this. I wonder if they just didn't have anybody else to uh, to show up for a duo. I don't know. It's, it's just unusual. I mean, I know Dan and Shay is very popular. It's more pop kind of stuff. He's, you know, Rascal Flatts clone, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, the newer right, version right. of them. I shouldn't say that. I, I, I think they're, but they sound a lot like them. I mean, that's what you think when you hear them. Uh, All right. Now, I know we weren't really going – I just want to throw it out there because this wasn't one of the things I talked about yesterday and uh, as far as discussing this. But I just want to throw it out there to let you know what what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not – not like – I've listened to a lot of country music lately, but I just don't listen to the to the duos as much outside of the folks that I'm very familiar with. And, and, and Brooks and Dunn, obviously, is one of my favorite bands in country yeah. genre, period. So, nonetheless, this is – the next one you're going to you, – you probably knew this one, Song of the Year. So this is the, your nominees. So we've got Heart Like a Truck by Lainey Wilson, Tennessee yeah. Orange, uh, Megan Maroney, mm-hmm. 
Next Thing You Know by Jordan Davis. Okay. Wait in the Truck with Hardy. Yeah. And uh, this is how it's listed. Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Of course, that's the writer of the song. <laughs> okay. But we know it's Luke Combs' song. For and Luke year. won that one, right? He did. Luke won okay, that, man. which um, I disagree with it. Uh, l- let me hear the other ones. I- I'll-, I'll tell you who okay. I would pick from those. Um, it's uh, Wait in the Truck, Next Thing You Know, Tennessee Orange, and Heart Like a Truck. I'll probably go with Heart Like a Truck. I think Lane, that, that song was huge. Uh, and probably her biggest hit to date. Uh, it's, it's what she closed with in, in, in the concert. I agree. It's uh, probably her, it's probably her prob- So, you know, again, I think Lainey's very good, and I think she's on her way, man. Uh, does she have the, the you know, the the body of work at this moment to, to give her Entertainer of the Year? I don't know, but I do think she's, she's on her way, and I think, it, again, like I said, in this industry, uh, you can go from zero to a hundred in a year and be maybe not selling stadiums out, but definitely selling arenas out. I mean, I think she, if she did like a tour where she hit like, you know, Rupp Arena, Thompson Bowling, places like that, she'd sell them out. I do. I, I believe that with her. I, I honestly, I'm, I think that's what we're going to see next year. Is she'll mm-hmm. be doing, maybe, maybe we'll see her on her own tour next year being the headliner. So she does head, now she did headline the tour over in Europe this past year, from what I can tell. Okay. So that being said, she did a little brief stint, and I think she's played like a couple of um, fairs, like the New York State Fair. I think she played that this year. So that's, I think that's a pretty big deal, man. Uh, not that they're the country music mecca, but I think it's like fifty or sixty thousand people that show up for that. That's yeah. that's pretty solid, and it was sold out from what I gather. Um, my opinion is, Fast Cars cover should never be should not even ever be considered for Song of the Year. I think I think Luke did a great job with it. He did an awesome job. I uh, love his version. I, like his version. I always felt like that song is a little too long. Personally, you know how I am about. It. Like, <laughs> I just I wish it kind of cut a few verses out of it. And it would have been really good, but <laughs> it's just me. I, I will say this: I think the song of the year should have went to um, "Wait in the Truck." I love that song. I think it's a great. I think Hardy and Laney, by the way, yeah. Both singing that song. I, that song shook me when I heard it last year because I was like, "Wow, this is a pretty, this is this is revenge. This is a revenge song." And that's probably why I didn't get it. <laughs> but yeah. it's a great tune. The video is a heck of a story, and uh, I think that one should have probably been their song of the year. Um, but I, I can't disagree with your thoughts on that "Heart Like a Truck" because that is her biggest song, and it's probably her best song. It's a fantastic tune, and you know. But I just I could not agree with the uh, fast car. I just, I don't yeah. think a cover should ever be considered. I, don't get me wrong. I, I guess it has in the past, but it just didn't, didn't make sense to me. All right. So female vocalist of the year. Female. Okay. Let's hear your, here's our nominees. Ashley. I, by the way, I don't know who won any of these. I, I, so I, yeah. Curious, for those yeah. listening, Chris didn't see this. I'm, I'm the only one so I'll tell you what actually I actually watched this whole show. So. I'll tell you what I would say. Let's hear your. Okay. Ashley McBride, Miranda Lambert, Kelsey Ballerini, Carly Pierce, Laney Wilson. All right. So who would you pick out of that list of five for female vocalist of the year? So I don't, I don't think Laney won this, right? I'm not going to tell you who won it yet. Okay. Okay. I want to know who, I want to know who, I want to know who you think should win it. Well, okay. And I do I'll think Laney's had the biggest success for the year out of those people, but ah, I don't know if she point. should win that and entertain the year and album of the year. So, okay. Uh, probably Kelsey. Wrong. She did not win. Okay. Let me tell you who I thought was going to win it as soon as they made the announcement. I thought it was going to be Miranda Lambert. No. I'm not going to lie. She's hated in that industry. Nobody, she, nobody well, respects I'll, her. We'll get to that a little later. Obviously, yeah. that's, that's very true. But nonetheless. So, Lainey Wilson wins that too. Okay. 
So yeah, she I mean, won she that probably one. should have. Yeah, but but I thought maybe due to the well, Kelsey's a big dude. <laughs> Kelsey is huge, and it's it's kind of a surprise that she didn't get more nods than she did. Um, Carly yeah. Pierce even played a song that night. She's great too, but yeah. I don't think she yeah, has the. Uh, I, I don't think she's got that much. Uh, she does uh, not have that. Uh, she didn't have portfolio, if you will. Yeah. Exactly, portfolio yeah. is a good word for that. All right, so Laney scoops up female. Let's go to the male vocalist of the year. So male vocalist of the year is going to be between. Yeah, I know you know the answer. So it's between <laughs> Cody Johnson, who I absolutely love, Jelly Roll, Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, and Chris Stapleton. Out of that list from performance last year, who would you have picked? And I, I know you're probably biased toward this, so I'm just curious. Okay. I know who my wife would have picked. So <laughs> Let, let's hear the, the the names again. It is Cody Johnson, Jelly Roll, Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, and Chris Stapleton. Well, I know Stapleton won it, and I think Stapleton has a tremendous voice as far as that. If if we're just talking about who's got the best voice, uh, he's got a better voice. I'll tell you what, man. Believe it or not, I actually think Jelly Roll's got a really good voice. He has an awesome voice, as weird as it sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I I feel like vocally, those are the two best guys. I don't think they're the most commercially successful guys. Uh, That's more on the Luke and and, uh, Morgan end of things. so it really just depends on what what the definition of this is. Uh, well, <laughs> that's I, a tough one, right? I, I don't know how they determine male vocals of the year, but I, I will yeah. say this. We know it's Stapleton. I, I will yeah. say that if I'm going to go on pure country vocal styles, say I'm Cody torn Jones. between. I'm, yeah, that's exactly who I was going to pick because I, I discovered Cody last year and I thought, I don't and think he's guy, big enough to win that. Right he's now. not. He's not. That's the problem, man. He is the best country voice I've heard in years. I think he, I'm not going to say he's going to be the next George Strait type person, but he's got that kind of swagger. Well, Stapleton definitely has that voice. Sta- too. And, and Stapleton is the man. other voice. I mean, it does. Did you, you remember it's last year? It's instantly recognizable, dude. Instantly recognizable, too. Well, back in January when he sang the the national anthem at the Super Bowl, it's probably the best national anthem I've ever heard. And on, well, it's the best in years. I mean, he crushed for that. Sure. So, and it's just purely because of his voice. I mean, it's just it's that great recognizable. Agreed. You know it as soon as you hear it. Of course, all those guys that you listed, you know, you're every right. One of them. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You can't say you don't know who they are when you hear yeah, their voice because yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to throw it out there. I I think Kojo could have been. Easily could have won that one just because from the pure aspect. He should have won like a male newcomer if they had something like that. But All uh, right. So speaking of that, <laughs> let's go to the next one. New right. Artist of the Year. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Best New Artist. Haley Witters, Zach Bryan, Megan Maroney, Parker McCollum, Jelly Roll. Well, Who do you think won know, that one? I know Jelly Roll won that. Okay, so you already knew that one. Okay, okay. That one I did know. I, I mean, I've seen a few things. But let's hear the rest of them. So I, I'd be curious yeah. who I would actually give it to. Haley Witters, Parker yeah. McCollum, Megan He's Maroney, Zach Bryan. A little surprised Zach didn't win it, to be honest. Because, like I say, he's one of these guys who went from nobody to, in my mind anyway, I know he's got fans out there that would, that would absolutely disagree with me on that. But from not knowing who he is to being on top of that end of the genre, right? I mean, there's two ends of country. You've got the pop country, and then you've got the – the whatever you want to call country, yeah. yeah, the Americana type type country that, that Zach's on on top of right now. Uh, he's he probably maybe deserved that, but you know, at the same time, Jelly Roll's had a big year, so I can't disagree with Good that order, either. Really, yeah. he's had a massive year, and I 
you see, I just discovered Jelly Roll within the last year, only a handful of songs. I, you know, I'm not a huge, huge fan of, you know, his earlier music, but yeah. I'm sorry, who, who am I fooling? I, I never even listened to him until he released more of this country stuff this past year. So mm-hmm. that just tells you, and seeing him live, the man command, has a commanding presence, oh, not, not, the, not just in stature, but just his voice. Vocally, the man can sing. I mean, his he, acceptance speech looked like a sermon he was giving out there. Holy man. smokes! I mean, that's what he did. He did the same speech when we saw him in um oh, yeah, at, yeah. in Bristol. He gets he gets so worked up, man. I mean, it's like unlike anything I've ever seen. <laughs> did you see that fun pop up in this? What I the did. heck I don't was know. that? It must be some new feature. <laughs> oh, good lord! Anyway, for those listening at home, I just I don't know what just happened, but my picture had a thumb give him, give Chris the thumbs up. I don't know. <laughs> Good job, Chris. Way to acknowledge it. I don't know. What did I do to get that? I have no clue what you did on that. Uh, anyway, I, I mean, I, I, I think I almost agree with you. Zach Bryan probably could have won that. He's massive. And this is going to sound like heresy. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of Zach Bryan at all. I, you know, he's, I don't get it. I call it I Yellowstone Country. That kind of stuff is the kind of stuff they play on Yellowstone all the time. Uh, yeah, I've got. We could do a whole podcast on on that. To be honest, right? With you. And I and I have never heard. Too. I've never heard Haley Witters. I have heard she's, Megan. She's got a song or two, yeah. And I have heard Parker McCollum. I, I think I think that list is solid, with the exception of my ignorance of Haley Witters' music. That's a that's a tough list to pick from. I know that uh, Megan's on fire right now. She was at Country Thunder. Which we didn't get to see. It was she was like early first performer of the day or something. But uh, right. nonetheless, like that was she would have been the only person in that opening group that I wanted to see. But man, I just can't go out there and stay eight hours at Bristol Raceway on an Eric Church day, knowing that Eric Church is going to come out yeah. late as can be. I mean, yeah. seriously, that would have been a very long day. Agreed. Oh, we would have been just in misery and probably spent like three hundred dollars on food. But nonetheless, Jelly Roll, uh, Jelly Roll deserved it for sure. Um, I mean, the man's a performer. The man's, he's got a charisma to him. I don't know what it is, but he has very a charisma that is in, He commands the stage insane. like like not too many people. I mean, he's that. I agree. He commands the stage. I agree. I agree. All right. So this one, next section here is is the, the coveted entertainer of the year. This is like massive. All right. So this is your list of nominees. Morgan Wallen, of course, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, Luke Combs, and Lainey Wilson. And obviously, we all know who won. Who do you think should have won Entertainer of the Year? I mean, I think probably Morgan should have. Uh, he he was huge this year. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, if, if I'm being 100 percent honest, but but I don't. Just because he should have won it, I, I see a lot of people out there bashing Laney over that, and that, that's not right. I don't like that. I feel like she. She's it's not like she's she cheated is, to get this vote. All she's done is work her tail off this year, man. That's all she's done. And like, like I said, I've seen her live and she's tremendous. I heard somebody tell a story about one of these shows that, that she was opening for Luke. Uh, you know, they had a lot of rain during some of these, I might've been up in Boston or something uh, and wound up like lightning, like fried out her circuit board or something. So she got out there and just played the whole set acoustic. Wasn't prepared to do it. <laughs> and absolutely crushed it. So, like, you know, this this is the kind of thing uh, somebody and, and you know what I did say earlier, like she came came out of nowhere, but she, but she has been hustling for a long time to get where she is. So that work's mm-hmm. finally paid off this year. Is the difference? And, and I feel like uh, somebody who's that seasoned, who who who's been doing it for a while, 
can adjust to when something like that happens. When your when your earpiece goes out during a show and you can't hear yourself, you know, kind of things. You can tell the true professionals in those situations, and I feel like she could handle that. So, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad about her winning. Uh, I, I do think Morgan had a hell of a year and probably should have won it. But again, like I said before, I do think that the executives out there probably have a little axe to grind with him. So that's not going to happen. And, and by the way, I, I want to bring up one more thing. Well, go ahead. No, no, I had, go ahead. If well, you want to bring it up. Go ahead. Because you know, this isn't my the first time uh, to take it back to what we do. Uh, 1989. Do you remember the big, uh, I think it was, you 89. can stick it right up your butt. <laughs> I don't even want to bring that up. It, it, do you feel like it's a similar situation here? Oh, it's a smack in the face because nobody knew who they were in that industry that made the votes then because they had Maybe no idea. The peaks, the group that won. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and do that, Chris. <laughs> to the so this, this small group named Metallica was nominated for their first Grammy and they, um, you know, they seem to be the favorites to win that year because they have just absolutely released one of their heaviest, fastest albums ever, and they had released their first video ever. Which album was this again? It was this uh, was Justice. Justice. Yeah, yeah, and this is the video for one. And they came out and absolutely destroyed the Grammy crowd that night with a just an incredible rendition of one. It took them a couple of minutes to get into it because it started slow, and then Hetfield basically just said, "You know what? The heck with it. Let's kill it." And they just started thrashing. Uh, and then. When it came time to uh, to announce the winners, I can't remember who all the folks are. I could probably find it quickly, but I'm going to say it was up against a, a well-known band named Jethro Tull that had released probably one of their most spectacular albums Was this albums like Metal of Album time. of the Year, too? Metal I mean. Album of the Year, yeah. <laughs> Jethro, Jethro Tull, Tull had released a metal album ever. They had maybe some hard rock stuff in the 70s, but and Tull wins. And win. And you know what? I had a bias for Jethro against Jethro Tull since then. And yeah. I refuse to listen to him now. <laughs> so that is, I'm bitter about that still to this day. Uh, I'm not this bitter over this uh, entertainer of the year over here, just so you know. But just you know, so there you are know, people who bitter. feel the same way that, that we, the reason I brought that up is there are people who are this upset oh about this you're as right, we you're were right, about Metallica losing to Jethro Tull. So like, I, I mean, get my blood pressure probably from. went up just because of this conversation now. Thanks. Uh, oh my God. You bring it back like a, it's almost like, shock it's like i've been to war and i've come yeah. back home it's it's bad you know yeah. nonetheless all joking aside there was a huge shock in the in the music industry and not a single person that liked hard rock or metal expected that to happen no nobody no. did so yeah you know it goes goes to show you never know who's voting for it it could be some old fogey that just didn't know who metallica was or just didn't like what they was well, clearly not the, the fans and, and, no. and no. anytime a fan uh vote award happens i think that's that to me, would care. It's more, more representative. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely more representative. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. So here we go. This is this is how I'm playing it out. I I was in shock like everybody else when Lainey won. I never thought she was going to win Entertainment of the Year. Um, I, when I saw the list, I was like, "This is going to be tough." You know, Luke is outstanding. Morgan's hot as fire. Chris Stapleton, outstanding. Carrie Underwood. Lover or hater, the woman's got talent. I mean, this is a lady that comes out and does yeah. a drum solo now. I mean, she she entertains people. And then yeah. Lainey Wilson. Out of that list, four out of five of those folks can sell out stadiums. Out of that list, four out of five of these folks have more, more singles that have been gold or, or platinum, for that matter. Record sales, it's all there. And Lainey wins. I went back and pulled every single CMA since it began in 67. 
Did you know? All right. I, well, I had to see, is this some kind of, uh, some kind of anomaly? Cause I, I did not, you know, I don't know. I don't know how it went. I'm going to, I'm going to give you the list of the names. Just, I'm going to go back a handful of years. And then I want you to tell me out of that list, entertainer of the year. I want out of that list. I want you to tell me who was the opening act when I say their name in the year they won it. Okay. You ready? No. Here we go. Okay. So well, besides Laney, Lewis, Laney I want you to tell me who was an opening act that won entertainer of the year in this list of names. So 2022, we know Luke Combs won. 2021, Luke Combs won. 2020, Eric Church won. 2019, this is one that really drove people crazy. Garth Brooks won that year. I'm going to tell you who he was up against. It doesn't make sense. Yes, that's did it. Did he have exactly an that year? I, I guess he did, but Eric, okay. he was up against Eric Church, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, and Keith Urban. I'll there had this. to be some controversy that year. If he if he did have an album out, it didn't do anything. So like he should not have won. Okay. I know okay. it, he won because of who he was or who he is. But the, isn't that the polar opposite of what we're talking about now? Should somebody just win because of their name and just because See, they that's, thirty years ago released something really good? I mean, like I don't I don't know, man. I think there's a, there's more stuff that need to be in, intact in this to, to to be considered for this stuff. But nonetheless, so Garth wins at nineteen in twenty eighteen. It's Keith Urban, twenty seventeen, Garth Brooks again. Up against Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Chris Stapleton, and Keith Urban once again. 2016, Garth Brooks. Up against Luke Bryan, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, and Keith Urban. 2015, Luke Bryan. 2014, Luke Bryan. 2013, George Strait. And I love George Strait, but I want you to hear who he's up against in 13. Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, and Taylor Swift. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, I can already tell the people that make these decisions, uh, just from what you've told me, uh, go more, typically go more on historical relevance than the current album being released. Because I don't okay. know what George Strait released in 2013, but it wasn't anything that moved the needle for most people, I don't think. Right. Are you ready? Here we go. 2012, Blake Shelton. 2011, Taylor Swift. 2010, Brad Paisley. 2009, Taylor Swift. 2008 through 2006, Kenny Chesney. 2005, Keith Urban. 2004, Kenny Chesney. 2003, Alan Jackson. That's a shocker because I didn't expect it. But there must have been a there must have been something huge that year with the. Well, that's uh, 20 years ago. So it, it was because you, he was up against Brooks and Dunn, Kenny Chesney, Toby Keith, and Tim McGraw. That's an all star lineup if there ever was one. It, we're basically tailgating, or, you know, that that's right around nineties country right there. I mean, we're on the tail. Oh yeah. It's at the end of that. Decade, that yeah, absolutely. And Alan Jackson won it in 2002. McGraw won it. Tim McGraw won it in 2001. The Dixie chicks won it in 2000. Shania Twain, 99. Garth Brooks, 98. Garth Brooks, 97. Brooks and Dunn, 96. Alan Jackson, 95. Vince Gill, 94, 93. Garth Brooks, 92, 91. George Strait, 90. George Strait, 89. Hank, 88. Hank, 87. Uh, Reba, 86. Ricky Skaggs, 85. Alabama, 84. Alabama, 83. Alabama, 82. Mandrell, Barbara, Barbara Mandrell, 81. Mandrell, 80. Willie Nelson, 79. Dolly Parton, 78. Uh, I'm not going to go back any further because all the rest of these are just absolutely classics from country. So out of that list, 
who was the opening act that I listed going back at the time through, at their during that year all the way back I'd say to maybe Taylor Swift. I'd say like early in like she probably might have been opening acts at that point. Hang on, I'll tell you for sure. No, she was not the opening act. Okay, maybe Luke Bryan, some of those earlier ones. No, nope. I don't know. Okay, here's your answer. Not a single one of them <laughs> okay. were an opening act. This, this is, is unprecedented. It, it, that's my I, point. I, the way you were, this I thought is, there was somebody else who was. A, well, a, I <laughs> wanted the listeners to think that too, because not many people did what I did to go back and see well, who's done this before in the past. This is unprecedented. But the and those names changed. are massive. I those do think names, the industry has changed to the to the level that you can you can start did it change in 2020 as, as being almost a nobody and at the end you're like you're up there man i mean well i mean the ascent now keep in mind garth brooks didn't get it until 1992 1991 and he released that uh no fences album i think in 89 so that just tells you when he released that he really started the momentum going and that was a massive album and when he released rope in the wind holy crap dude that's i think that's the rope in the wind album in 91 Mm-hmm. So that just yeah. says a lot. I think um, the industry's changed, man. I mean, to these days, the industry changed in 2023. So that's where I think, because there's no doubt Luke Combs was arguably one of the biggest artists in 2022. I, I don't think he was an opening act in 2021. Oh, no, no, because no. that's the one who I thought, well, maybe it was Combs, because but he's been out a lot longer than that. Eric Church Darnshire wasn't the opening act in 20. Arguably one of the biggest artists there. So I looked at that and I thought, my God, this is crazy. This is unprecedented. And I'm not saying she, once again, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it. However, out of that list of names, four out of five sell out stadiums. The other one sells out arenas. I mean, it's crazy. I'm not sure Carrie's selling out stadiums this year. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe. she still plays stadiums. She's she playing stadiums. Okay. Yeah, I, I trust me. I was like, and I'm I mean, not, not not that I'm a huge the, fan of Carrie Underwood by no means, but I respect what she's done. You know, I, I'll say something else, and, and I don't quite know how to word this, but go ahead, a guy like go Morgan, ahead. a guy like Morgan Wallen, I think the bulk of his fan base are like millennial females. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, he he gets by on the look a lot. Uh, now he's talented. Don't get me wrong, and I enjoy listening to his music, but. There are certain people who drive huge fan bases and concert sales because of that. And I think from what I've seen, the people most upset about this are like 30 year old women. I mean, I'm going to be honest, man, that's the people that are really upset about this. Uh, probably there's a lot of overlap between him and Taylor Swift's fan base. If I had to be honest, I, I think that's, there's some truth to that too. Um, uh, but, uh, those people seem to get really worked up about things like this. I've noticed. Uh, well, I mean, I, I was, I was in shock. I'm still a little bit in shock thinking when I go back and look at this historically, but maybe you're right in the past couple of years, they've just decided to I mean, say, who cares? You don't have to be the one selling the most tickets. Unlike every one of these names I listed. Well, let, let me ask you this. Do you see in this? Cause there is a lot of uproar about this, but it's primarily Morgan and Laney. Those are the two. 
I don't see too many people saying Luke Combs deserved this. You know, like maybe it's because he's won the last two. Well, it's the carry. I'm going to tell you right now, Carrie Underwood's got a legion of fans. It's not quite Swifty yeah. crazy, but she yeah. has a legion of fans and they are going nuts. Okay. Well, you know, because like my Twitter feed, by the time I, I was, I was doing Twitter stuff live on, uh, on CMA night. And I was just like, the second this happened, like <laughs> the Carrie Underwood stuff started coming out. Of course, the Morgan Wallen did too, but I was more shocked about the Carrie Underwood stuff because I had no idea her fan base was that passionate as well. I mean, it's it was borderline like they probably feel slighted. They do because she but has I, done I, so I well over the years. Because Carrie has had a a string of like successful years where she's not won that. Oh my God, and she she hosted the CMA for like ten years. And to see a young up-and-comer take it is just probably a slap in the face to them. Yeah, I, I can see that. Well, the, the the look on the faces of everybody when it was announced was it's it's absolutely a sh- it was a complete shock. Uh, I think even Keith Urban was when he's the one who announced it. I believe he was in shock when he said it. So that just tells you. I, well, <laughs> the funniest thing was the shock in Chris Stapleton's face whenever he got the Mel Vogels of the Year because he did not expect it to get that award at all. I think he realized the year that Morgan had had, as well as Combs had had with the success with what songs have been out there. He took that award. He was like, wow, this is awesome. You know, you know, something else it, that, and I realize this just, this is an award show, right? I mean, uh, do you think these guys are really, and gals are really that like upset that like, does this change their life that much winning an award like this? Do you think? I don't like, think so to the point where it's, I, I think it's, I think they go in thinking, this is my level of respect I've got in this industry. Okay. That's, that and when sense. they come out, they're like, these sons of bitches don't like me at all. <laughs> but at the same time, and you, like you talk about Morgan, uh, he'll, he'll announce a tour and this thing will be sold out fast. So he knows he's got the fan base that, that well, love and respect <clears throat> him. So isn't that really all that matters in the grand scheme? That is all that matters. I think, I think there's a part of every artist that secretly wants to win these coveted awards. I don't care what anybody says. I promise you winning something in front of your peers. Yeah, no, I get it. There is a level of happiness, a level of pride, I should say, um, that, that will happen. And like he, of course, the very next day he gets a Grammy nom, you know, he's getting a Grammy nomination. I think Combs got a Grammy nomination. Uh, so those guys are going to be at the Grammys. Well, I don't know if Morgan Wall ever show up for a award ceremony again, but he might. Um, the Grammys is is huge. In all fairness, the, Luke looked more upset about it than Morgan did. I mean, Morgan handled it with some uh, grace. I thought <laughs> Luke's just sitting there drinking a damn solo cup full of whiskey while just looking mad as hell. Lays up and give her speech. <laughs> it was he, that was not a good look for him. I have to say, man, dude, it, it's funny, and I'm sure, and him and Laney on the same tour. I don't know. I thought they got along pretty well from what I, I think looked, they do. I, I think I still think they get along after this. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I don't think any of them are basically hating on her at all by no means because she has put in the time. She's just not at that level yet that at stadium level. I, I think she could sell out arenas possibly. I don't know. Well, I, I'm pretty sure we'll see it put to the test next year yeah. uh, because country music is going to ride on her for her success. Yes. I think they are. I think they're they're anticipating that she is probably going to be forced to put an album out next year somehow or some way because they're going to try to ride this wave. Uh, forced. And, I mean, I promise you there's a, th- a hundred songwriters 
in a room right now oh. making music for her, man. I mean, oh, there's no dude, way it's not. I think she writes music on the road. I think she's one of these purists. I believe that she is one of the ones that go out and do that. And, and I think she's part of Hardy's. Is she not part of Hardy's crew? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I really think she, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I think I, most of Hardy's crews right for Morgan. I don't think they're, <laughs> they're writing for her. Well, that music group, honestly, are, they're, they're monstrous. They, oh, they yeah. create some incredible yeah. music. And it's the guys behind the scenes that we don't know their names that are doing it for them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Nonetheless, man, it, it was it, for the past few days, it's been entertaining to watch Twitter, to uh, see some pictures from Instagram. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that uh, I, in all seriousness, had we, I almost recorded this solo just to kind of give an opinion of this yesterday because I didn't know that Anthony was going to be sick. You know, I had no idea Anthony was sick yesterday. So until, you know, yesterday afternoon when he posted that to or message us, I was like, oh, God, that's not good. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm just going to do this. And then, of course, I get sick last night. <laughs> I was like, well, dang, I ain't going to be able to do this tonight. And when you messaged me, said, hey, man, you might want to do something. I was like, yeah, I'm in. Let's, let's just do it. Um, I'm, I'm glad we got this out. I think it's funny. It's, it's a weird type situation where, like, I'm mad, but I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm not you, mad. You know, I, I, I feel I'm, like, I'm shocked, I, not mad. I'm shocked. Yeah. I should rephrase that. I'm shocked because I never thought it, never would have thought it. You know, I, I get what you're saying about how these people want to be respected by their peers. But I, you, the thing that, that and I see is more with the fans probably than the, the actual musicians. Just because one person succeeds doesn't mean the other person fails. And and I see like so much competition between certain fan bases uh, shouldn't be there, man. I mean, enjoy it all. You know, that's the way I look at it. Uh, I, but I do see it's kind of toxic, honestly. Some of the, the fan be. bases we see with, with some of these groups I agree. that are really I agree. upset about this. And it's just like, like I said, like I said at the beginning of this episode, Heisman Trophy. Right, right person rarely ever wins it. Let's just be honest. <laughs> right. it's, it's ESPN's got 500 sports writers on, on staff. And they all do what the company tells them to do, and that's who wins. And and that's just the way it is, and whatever. I mean, that, same here. You got a bunch of record executives who have an axe to grind with somebody, maybe. Uh, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. These people are still going to be on tour. They're still going to be releasing albums. They're still making millions. Uh, this doesn't affect their life at all. You're right. Really. You're right. Yeah. They're, I mean, I think, I think Morgan Wallen – he played to Truist Stadium. Was it last night or night before last? Sold that crowd in late. Like all the clips I saw was him. They were like, "Is he going to show up?" Like, well, he'd already canceled <laughs> that one once. Had he? That's, oh man, I think that that's one of the he shows canceled. he'd already canceled. And he pulled an Eric Church. He showed yeah. up real late. Yeah, but it's not I don't, great. I, not a good I, look. Well, <laughs> I can tell you. Man. But if he destroyed the crowd. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm I mean, sure. it was, dude. The clips I saw of that is in like it, it's so loud you i don't even know how he can hear himself sing it's crazy loud yeah. well you you witnessed the beginning of this last year yeah no, if he have showed up show. for if he'd have been at the racetrack this year i swear to god i think it would have filled it up uh yeah i'm not even I mean, joking he, it was 40 degrees let's just let's be i think i think morgan wallen would fill it up yeah yeah he probably would he probably would I'm just going to go ahead and go on a limb because he'd bring everybody and his brother. Because we're in East Tennessee. That That's East Tennessee. That's his homeland. Yeah. And he's got a legion of fans. Yeah, he does. Oh, Lord, man. That's good stuff. That's good stuff, man. Well, well all right. 
Final thoughts. You got any final thoughts you want to bring up? I know we've basically been probably going through your entire list of thoughts, but yeah, uh, we've pretty much said all my final thoughts. I, again, I think, I think Lainey is, is very talented and I think she's had a meteoric rise this year and uh, I think it's well-deserved. I think she's like, like we said, she's been working and grinding for a long time to get where she is. Right. Uh, and, and I respect her and I feel like she's, I, I don't have a problem with her winning it. Uh, do I think she's the beneficiary of maybe some, industry dislike from Morgan, maybe maybe but she that doesn't take away from the fact take away from her abilities exactly so uh that's kind of the way i see all that yeah and i I think luke also but i think luke weren't past two years i mean i don't know if i don't know if that comes into play at all i mean he definitely is at the top of his career too absolutely that mountain so uh, end of the day they're all putting out great music and they should support each other that's the way i look at it I agree. I agree. All right, man. Well, you guys know my thoughts. I, um, I was more in shock than anything, but she does have a very good album. Um, probably needs a little bit more listens from my end to give it more, more, uh, opportunities, but the songs I've heard on the regular rotation, outstanding. You can't, you can't knock it. She's a great songwriter, great performer. She's a trooper. You heard the story Chris talked about her just doing acoustic set because the power was out basically. I mean, that's crazy. That's, that just tells you how dedicated she was. She didn't want to let her fans down. And I like that about any artist that thinks of the fans first. Unlike the, unless the, unlike the Morgan Wall that comes out an hour late. Derek Church, it comes out an hour and a half late, two hours or Hank late. Hank comes out and plays three songs. It's like, F y'all, just lose. Uh, Hank Jr., you got to love him. He's, uh, he's learned over the years, but he don't care. He don't care. Anyway, man, is it, I think it's a great discussion. I think this is uh, it's fun stuff. I look forward to seeing next year. I look forward to seeing the Grammys now because I'm kind of curious to see how this is going to play out. If, if you think if you think CMAs are woke, just wait till the <laughs> <laughs> Grammys get a hold of Morgan. Yeah, he ain't winning well, nothing, I can promise you. Oh, I know. I, I'm sure he won't show up. <laughs> Boycott him, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's an honor to be nominated. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I think Jelly Roll got nominated too, so that just goes a long way. I, I, he announced that yesterday morning. So, um man's you know that's that that potentially could see a entertainer of the year in the next couple of years as well he brings it the crowd loves him i mean yeah. we've we've seen some incredible stuff come through our area just in, in in southwest virginia east tennessee he was here playing kingsport a couple of years ago that's crazy Fun he was down there at that zarati that weed shop in abingdon that- <laughs> Signed <laughs> autographs like a year ago, man. dude. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, let's wrap this thing up, uh, guys. Uh, it's bonus episode. Like I said, we're just throwing it out there this week, uh, starting off Country Music Month just right <laughs> for the Audible Ecstasy Podcast. This is Jimmy, and this is Chris, and this is it. It's good as it is to-